0: Hey, uh, Moit. All right. Uh, This is, uh, again, Pastor Nick Hood, and I have Mia and Bodia Tway. Uh, I'm I'm not sure where we left off, but tell me this again um, for our listeners. You know, the two of you were born in America. Your father uh, is from Liberia. Your mother's from America. But this was your first trip to Liberia again can you share uh, some of your uh, first impressions of uh, returning to your ancestral home
1: sure yeah it, it it was it was surreal and you know i think there were there were a bit of travel nerves at the start you know it's this is a place that we've heard a lot about growing up and you know when we finally you know were able to buy the tickets there was like a sense of accomplishment and like yes this trip is starting like we're finally doing this um, and then when we, you know, we took the hour, uh, car ride from the airport to the hotel we were staying in and then we had, I had, we had a chance to see our dad in the lobby. He was waiting for us, even though we arrived late, uh, late in the evening. And it was just really cool to kind of see him in this context, like as like a son of this country, not as a not as an immigrant, but as someone who's here, who's really done well for himself and has raised a family and is doing a lot to, you know, help people in the place where he's from. And I, I gained a lot of, res- you know, I already had respect for my dad, but I was able to get you know, I was able to see him in, in this new light and I was able to, you know, kind of appreciate, you know, him, you know, helping us, you know, helping give us life and kind of having a chance for us to, to be exposed to this, to this other culture. So, you know, it was, you know, of course there's some travel nerves at the start, but just having to see the place, the countryside, the city, uh, interact with people who we'd heard about but never met before. Uh, It was just just an amazing
0: experience. uh, Mia, share some of your impressions, again, arriving in Monrovia.
2: Um, Well, when we first arrived, um, I was a bit nervous because on the plane they indicated that we shouldn't take any photo or video in the airport. So that made me a little <laughs> uh about being there uh whenever we first arrived, but I was still able to sneak a, a photo or two of the Welcome to Liberia sign. But um I guess like Bo said, uh yeah nerves because uh also when we arrived, I remember Reverend Hood, you said that uh our that our um our guide on the ground, Franklin. Uh, had on a red jacket, but I didn't see anybody with a red jacket. So, uh, you know, among a sea of people, it was kind of like, "Where is our guide? What's happening? What do we do next? Where do, where are we going?" You know. <laughs> so, um,
0: take long travel to nerves. Hello. Did it take long to connect with him?
2: Uh, no, no. Actually, the way that the airport was set up, um, whenever we got off the plane. Uh, you're, you're just outside and the bus takes you to the airport. And then we went uh, through customs um, and, you know, people uh, at customs, they scan your face, they scan your information and, uh, it, you know, that whole process. And then you get your bags and the.
0: Hey, uh, Bo. Bo. I want to start with you. Uh, what were your impressions of that sixteen-hour car ride?
1: Oh man, uh, you know, it, it, it was it was a situation where you you, you heard it was sixteen hours, and you kind of look at the distance. And I asked my dad, I was like, "Are you sure it's not even four hundred miles? Like, why does it take so long?" He was like, "Road bad." And I said, okay, like yeah, they're bad roads. You know, I've driven through bad weather—snow, rain, sleep—you know, whatever through a tornado, hurricane, whatever. Um, but I still didn't realize that you know it's still it's still a, it's still a developing world, and you know, I think maybe a quarter to a third of the road was paved, and then the rest wasn't <laughs> at all, and it just it just makes the trip hard so it just it just made me think about just like just the infrastructure investment that you know some places you know in the U.S. you take you take a road being paved for granted like I-75, I-95 the road's paved like you're gonna run into traffic yeah there might be potholes but the road's still there here
0: yeah
1: and you know (laughs) it's Look, place very much in transition so it's just i just had to think about that the whole way like this is a place in transition the road will be here eventually but not yet And <laughs> it just makes the trip hard
0: yeah and to paint a picture for those who are listening to this podcast the road is basically red clay yeah you know it's kind of like, like uh alabama or georgia you know red clay and uh, as you stated big potholes so mm-hmm. what do you think about the gas the gas stations on the the dirt road
2: mm. well the gas stations there weren't that many actually <laughs> Um, what I'm, I'm
0: being facetious. I'm talking about
2: the
0: yeah. where they were selling gas out of glass yeah, yeah. jars. That's
2: what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. With, with, a, with a
0: rubber hose,
2: yeah. <laughs> siphoning the gas out. Right. I, I was right. amazed. I said, "Wow, um, that's how how you gotta put the gas in the car." That's what I was thinking.
0: Yeah, so, but you know, the interesting thing to me is. Obviously, the people who were uh, dispensing the gas knew what they were doing because there were mm-hmm. no explosions.
2: That's true. That's true. That is so yeah. true. I
1: thought it was a setup. I was like, these guys are selling gas. They have these containers. And it, well, here's the thing. we When we bought that side-of-the-road gas and <laughs> the truck didn't start <laughs> as soon as... Like, we were riding... And then... You know, I think we're on like a quarter tank, so we needed more gas. But then, after putting there, I'm gonna put the air quotes in gas. It, the car didn't start, and then when it finally did, it put out about you know, you know, three puffs of black, dark black smoke. I'm saying, <laughs> I mean it. It, it it eventually was because the we, we made
2: it there and back, but I was I had my doubts for about. I was nervous. <laughs> I well, was because and then that uh, the guy had raised the price of the gas while we were standing there. Right. We getting The gas in the car. He says, wow. "Oh, there's such and such amount." That's not what's on the sign. <laughs> The rules
0: yeah, but, but you're at the mercy of the gas station because we're out in the middle of nowhere.
2: That's also true. That's also true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, now, let's shift and talk about your impressions. When we finally got to Swaken, uh, I guess we got there at nighttime, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. We had a little meal, and you had an opportunity to meet some of uh, what an uncle and uh cousins mm-hmm. that you ever met before right
2: Nope, we never met them before we 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 had heard, we had heard about them and never you know what we had never even really talked to anyone on the telephone um yeah i don't think we had we had never talked to anyone on the te- maybe maybe uncle john but we have, we, have, we were younger it's been it's been it's been years
1: um yeah. had, and uh, but part of it is you know and and, and that's part of the, the challenge with like these are these are these are family members but you you kind of approach them as like who, who are they um yeah the people who you talk to you've heard about but they're not you've never met them you haven't really seen pictures because you know they're you know the Facebook exists obviously it didn't exist when we were kids but you know aside from maybe videos there's the one video on uh, the trip that you guys took maybe 15 years ago um, so we saw some people but I don't really remember faces or anything like that um, but just the lack of access to technology and mobile communications it's, it's just hard to, to know who these people are in, in the way that you know in, in the 21st century we take for granted so kind of seeing these people, in, you know, they're here, you know, you can touch them, you can hug them, you can talk to them, you can see them their face. Yeah. Hello.
0: Uh, okay. Bo and me, I'm sorry, it seems like we're good for six minutes and then it cuts out, but uh, oh, okay, in the end, uh, we're gonna put it all together and okay. I hope we have a, a contiguous hole, okay. And so then we spend that first night in the guest house, you had a mosquito net, uh, did, did that comfort you? No,
2: nah. well, <laughs> you know, I didn't. I I tell you what I think I was expecting more mosquitoes because I don't even think I I don't think I even saw one. You know,
1: it uh, might have been in my head. (laughs) I I I gotta be honest because you know when to 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 go to Liberia you have to get a yellow fever shot before you even get your visa. So you're kind of already told from the start that you know there's stuff that you might get here that. You know, you probably wouldn't get it in the U.S. So they they'd already kind of like put you on like heightened alert. Then mm-hmm. you took the anti-malarial meds. So then <clears> like you know, we the medicine we took we took on a daily basis. So it's just like, oh my gosh! Like any if, if I saw a mosquito, I like I'd be swatting it away so hard. And I definitely saw them. But um, you did I did yeah. There were a couple who ended up, that ended up in the car, and I like tried to 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 destroy them. Uh I should say the nets are probably helpful, but in terms of like peace of mind, I didn't have it because of what was already in my head.
2: Yeah. Mm, okay. I I don't know. I um I don't I I didn't feel that. I thought that it helped because, I mean, I didn't see, I did not see, I think I saw one mosquito in the car. And I hurried up and killed it very quickly. But other than that, I didn't see any mosquitoes, Um, even at the guest house. I mean, there was one bug one morning when I was taking a quote unquote shower. Um, <laughs> I saw a bug and I quickly killed that. But I don't even think that was a mosquito that I so, so I guess I I felt like the mosquito nets were, I I I, I guess I found it effective, <laughs> even though I don't feel like I saw a mosquito. Really, well, I,
0: I have to confess, I did not see any mosquitoes, and the first night I did not let the mosquito net down. Oh, you and did? You no, know, no, I didn't. I slept without <laughs> the mosquito net the first night because I was hot. But The second night, I saw a spider on the ceiling, Mm -hmm. and I said, maybe I better let that mosquito net down, Uh, (laughs) if not for the mosquitoes, for the
2: spiders. (laughs) Right.
0: Okay, this is is the question I really want to ask you. How did you Mm -hmm. feel that next morning, we get back into the vehicle, we drive, what about, I don't know. 15 miles or so into uh, the area where Swakin is. And then we get out of the car and we're greeted by uh, some women who had on choir uniforms and little hats, uh, mm-hmm. other people in traditional dress. Yes. All right. Me, I apologize. Uh, oh. I'm technologically challenged with this, but okay. I'm hoping that it works. But what was your sense uh as we walked into the village that next morning, and you had drums beating, chickens being plucked, feathers thrown on you um, <laughs> what what was your, what were your first thoughts
2: uh i thought I thought that that was really awesome uh that you know that people came out to greet us, and you know they were singing and dancing and it just was like a a a good old time it was i thought it was fantastic i i i felt like it was they were welcoming us um they were accepting us um and saying you know we're glad to see you we're glad you're here so i just really i really enjoyed that i thought that um gee these people they've never they they don't know who we are they don't know what we're like, but but they're here to welcome us, and and I thought it was awesome. <laughs>
0: yeah. How about you, Bo? What was
1: yeah. your? Sense? It it was cool. You know, when I when when we pulled up, and there were people like around the car, and I, I was like, it's a party. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> right. Like that, that. was kind of my first thought, and you know, I I I remember. Uh, uh, when you ever heard it, and my dad traveled there uh, and there there was a similar kind of greeting um, and kind of like a community you know kind of like outpouring of support and kind of celebration um, again mm-hmm. it just, it, it just it, what I thought about was just the you know the context of you know my dad and you know I wouldn't be here if not for him and you know, you know, we're not from there, you know, we know of the place, but we're not of the place, and I think that the, the fact that, you know, people were willing to go out, and we were late, so they had their, they had, there was a church service, I think, early, earlier in the morning, and we got there, I think, maybe after nine o'clock, so people were kind of, like, waiting, <laughs> so people, you know, it's already early, people have stuff to do, the weather, you know, it was hot, Already at nine in the morning, um, the people's like wanted to wait for us and to show the love, the amount of love and support, uh, and just kind of like celebrating, you know, us being there, being visitors, but visitors being welcomed. This family, yeah, uh, was it was like like my sister said, it was, it was awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and, and there literally were family members that you met right out on the road right yeah that's true <laughs> people you've never met before that's true that's
2: but true but your, your blood relations mm-hmm because mm-hmm. i think bo i think did you meet uncle john early uh, or the night before whenever you had gone back out or i think that because um that morning that was my first time meeting uh, our uncle john and um Cool.
0: Hey, uh, me and Bo uh, again uh, let's try it again I, I'm just hoping and praying that uh, all of these recordings work uh, but we'll know in a, in a minute or so you know okay. at one point during the trip uh, I had a whole fish and I'm trying to think where that was it, it must have been back in Monrovia but I um, or maybe it was actually in Ghana. No, it was in Ghana, in Ghana, in the, the earlier part of the mission trip. And uh, the minister in Ghana showed me how to debone a fish with my fingers. Oh. have always seen people do it with a knife and your father smiled. And, uh, and then I looked at him and it dawned on me, I said, Dr. Tway, I bet you probably grew up uh, deboning a fish with your hands. And he just laughed. He said, yes. I said, so I didn't have to go all the way to Africa to learn how to debone a fish. <laughs> I said, Dr. Tway, you've been holding out on me. Uh, but, <laughs> so there are all these little learnings um, along the way. And uh, maybe we ought to try to wrap this up, but just tell me, uh, we'll say ladies first, uh, Mia, and then to okay. Bo. Uh, Any overarching uh, other thoughts that you have about this experience that we've just embarked upon?
2: Well, I think whenever, um, well, a few things. Uh, Whenever we had introduced ourselves to the um, tribal family, I guess you'd say, um, I did not anticipate how emotional I would be Uh, whenever I was introducing myself I I did not anticipate that Uh, it's like a wave of emotion had come over me I guess it was um, both happiness that I was there um, regret that my other two sisters weren't there Um, I also thought about our oldest sister Amber who's no longer with us she she passed last year I thought about her and how she had always wanted to go, so I didn't. I did not anticipate the level of emotion that I would have whenever addressing the tribal family. Um, but I, I was happy to be there, um, and I also felt like even though the road to and from Sweken was a long, hard road, I also felt this being a first-timer to the area, that role was something that we needed to experience because it put, to me, it put a frame of reference um, in my, um, my father would always talk about having to walk everywhere and that it would take a month almost for him to, if he wanted to go to Monrovia. Um, so as a, you know, it, I, I think Having taken that road, we, we need that was something that we needed to experience. Um so I would I wouldn't have the trip any other way. I'm glad that we got to experience the luxury of Monrovia and that hotel, and then the very real, the very real uh, uh, life. You know, away from this big city and in a rural setting, I was surprised at how beautiful and how green and lush the trees were. Um, I was surprised by the red clay. Um, I think the trip for me, it was just, it was full of. Hello.
0: <laughs> right. Me and Bo, we're back again. So, Mia, yeah. finish your thought. And then, oh, I- uh, Bo, I wanna ask you a question.
2: Yes, uh, I was just saying I, I was surprised at the beauty of um, of the scenery, how green and lush things were. I was surprised at the red clay because I think that was a detail that I don't recall my father ever mentioning. Um, so there were a lot of different things that I didn't expect, um, but I, I really enjoyed the trip. I that rid I will also say that now that I'm back, it's kind of difficult to, I guess, adjust to life as it was before the trip because now I, it's like I have a, now I have a a frame of reference for different things and, and I guess I'm trying to piece together in my mind how how like, what it all means, you know? Um, So I've been, I think I've been pensive for the last couple of days um, and just trying to figure out how the trip will impact me as a whole from this point forward. Uh, Because I know it has had an impact, but I can't, I can't really conceptualize it or, or verbalize exactly how It has, but it's changed my frame of reference. It's changed my thoughts about a lot of different things, even in just the short time that we were there.
0: Yeah. Hey, Bo, how did this trip uh, affect your sense of being truly an African American?
1: So, for me, I've always, even as a kid, I've I've kind of always thought myself as African American. So, it all, if, if, I think what the trip did it was more affirmation. Um, you know, it, you know, for a lot of Black people in America, that term can be fraught <laughs> because if you if you're Black, you know, it might be difficult for, for various reasons to trace your ancestry back to Africa, and if you're African, you may not see black Americans as truly African. And we've seen, me and I, we've seen that kind of tension play out on both sides. But for me, it was it was always easy. It was easier because, well, my dad is Liberian, hence he's from Africa. My mom is American. I'm American. So it it, it wasn't it wasn't really difficult for me. That that part wasn't difficult for me because it was just it's kind of always been a part of me. All, what it did is it helped me understand a little bit more of what the African part means, like how, like my personal connection to the African part of African American. <laughs> that so, mm-hmm. I think for me, it was it was really cool and something that I felt was necessary, and I would definitely go back to experience again and to fellowship with, with family members and others. Um, you know, and I think more than anything, I would, if you can, you know, if you identify with a place, doesn't have to be a particular country, you know, go, you know, experience it. If you have a personal connection or a familial connection, it just, it should make you more interested in, in, in going to see the place. And, you know, Mm I, I can honestly say I wouldn't, you know, I I don't think I was a fraud necessarily because I hadn't gone and I still called myself an African-American, but I think I just, I feel more confident in being able to use it because I, you know, I understand it. I have a connection. I want to develop that connection, and you know, it's it's who I am. And
0: hey, uh, Mia, you're back. Yes. And uh, I trust Bo will be back in a minute. Bo is back. Hey, Bo, uh, just uh, finish your thought, man. I apologize for this stopping and starting, but I trust. <laughs> that uh, when we finish it's all going to be one contiguous uh, recording and we'll see but uh, bo you were talking about uh, your sensibilities and sensitivities as being an african-american truly an african-american
1: yeah it like i said uh i i, I pretty much wrapped my thought so if if it doesn't come over clean it's, it's totally fine uh <laughs> but i think the Really, the sense is, you know, it just affirmed in me, you know, me understanding who I who I am as an African American. So I have family who I, you know, I, I'm looking forward to getting to become more acquainted with myself. I'm looking to, you know, you know, we're always on a path of discovery, you know, as humans and. Um, we're always kind of in a state of, you know, trying to figure out and understand who we are and what type of people we are. So I think it just, you know, it, the trip, more than anything, just kind of affirmed the beliefs that I had and made me interested in further self-exploration.
0: Yes. Well, listen. Bo and Mia Tway, I really want to thank the two of you for sharing some of your thoughts. And I'm glad we did it uh, when we did because, uh, you know, it's the trip is still fresh in each of our minds. Yeah. It's uh, hoping and praying that uh, we we're able to capture in this broadcast the recording of what you've said. Um, I'm going to try to put it together and uh, into one whole. And uh, I hope this is not the last time we talk about this. Oh, and uh, you know, again, uh, I just want to thank you for sharing your thoughts. Yeah. Uh any, any, words, any last words, words you want to say?
2: Hmm. What? What would I say as a last word? <laughs> looking forward to the chance to go back. <laughs> yeah. 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 I. It's the type of trip you have to take again. Um, maybe not with the same particulars. But it is a trip that has to be taken again to, you know, just to learn more. Because like both said, we're all on a journey of self-discovery and what better way than to go back and find things that were, you know, find things that were lost or find things you didn't know about um, to move forward, you know.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, to my travel partners, I thank you again uh, for sharing your thoughts. Oh, thank you. And for those who are are listening to this, this is Pastor Nick Hood. I've been talking with Mia Tway and Bodia Tway.